Shout out to the dude who slings beer at Comerica Park who is working far above his pay grade. Diamonds get lost or stolen, roses fade and die, but the memory of a cold beer will last forever. That is just grade A salesmanship right there. Apparently that guy's like famous. We <laughs> yeah. saw him at a baseball game and Kevin's like, oh yeah, the beer guy. And he sings. He's like, oh, oh yeah. Absolutely. Like the whole time. He puts in the work. He was up there in, you know, the the 331 section with us. And after he made that little speech, which is so amazing, he was like, well, you know, no takers. I do. I do what I do. You know, I gave it a shot. And he just continues to mosey along, spreading wisdom and singing songs. He doesn't let anybody bring him down. Good man. Good Good man. man. Do you know what I'm thinking about this morning is Elon Musk making an offer to buy yet another thing. So I'm not sure if you saw this, but it's kind of like the company owner who cried wolf at this point with the Twitter thing and it didn't go through. He joked on Twitter that he's also buying Manchester United, the soccer team, or the football team. It is a joke. (laughs) So, But, like, stop saying you're buying things. Nobody's going to take you seriously. Who has taken Elon Musk seriously in the past? Five years. I think a lot of lonely people uh, in their basements who think they're going to be the next Elon Musk. The people on the internet who defend Elon Musk, like it actually I'll boggles never my mind. It. I he's, just can't. He's never gonna like your tweet. No. Get over it. <laughs> never gonna give you a billion dollars. No. It's simply not gonna happen. It's like, oh, once he makes it, I'm gonna be on his good list. Mm, it's like, yeah. no, he doesn't know who you are. Not so much. Uh, hey, we're gonna try to give some advice later on today, uh, just before eight o'clock, around like the kind of seven forty-seven. 7.45 time there. Someone's wondering, can you plan a future with someone without knowing how much money they make? Ooh, interesting. Yeah. So we're going to dive into that later on. Again, before 8 o'clock, around that time. It's it's always a touchy thing getting into somebody's salary, especially early on in a relationship. But is that fair? Like, yeah, Do you need to know how much someone's making to know if you can see a future with them? I have a lot of opinions on this, and we're going to have sure to get do. into it. Waking you up. Hannah Witherby and Johnny Parks. It's just fun. 93.9 Virgin Radio. It's the Wither Report with Hannah Witherby on 93.9 Virgin Radio. Okay, you know that guy who makes videos of really expensive cars and then asks people what they do for a living? Oh, yeah. Yeah, you know the guy. You'll never guess who he came across the other day and didn't know who it was. He just approached them like any rich person he meets. So this TikToker's name is at its Daniel Mac. He makes videos similar to this one. This is just a random one here. Your car's amazing. What do you do for a living? What do you do for a living? I used to be a screenwriter. I was a playwright. I've written a whole bunch of novels. What advice would you give to someone like my age? Like what? Just in general, like life advice you wish you knew. Okay. He just makes these little videos going up to strangers, you know, what like with really nice cars. What do you do for a living? So he comes across Brooklyn Beckham, David Beckham and Victoria (laughs) Beckham's son in a McLaren P1, which means nothing to me. But I guess it's one of only 375 that's made. It's worth over a million dollars, this car. $1.2 million. And so this is what happens when he comes across Brooklyn Beckham. This video is a little quiet, so. Hey, man, what do you do for a living? Your car's awesome. Oh, my God, I know you. Yeah, Daniel Mack, you see that? Oh, my God, I know you. I'm a chef. You're a chef? Yeah. Really? Are you, like, the best chef in the world? What's your name? That, that's a thing. My name's Brooklyn. Okay. Oh, Any advice people trying to get into like cooking? Yeah. Uh, just follow your passion. Whatever makes you happy. That's awesome, man. Hell yeah, dude. This car is insane. 
So he's actually really nice. I don't know if you can hear that, but he says he's a chef. People are like, okay, Brooklyn Beckham, your chef money didn't buy you that $1.2 million for car. damn sure. But I wouldn't have recognized him. There's no way. You don't think you'd r- no, recognize Brooklyn Beckham? I, don't, I have zero idea what he looks like. Well, he seemed like a nice guy. He didn't mention who his family was or yeah. whatever. Good on him. And uh, people are also applauding Brooklyn Beckham right now for taking his wife's name. He is now Brooklyn Peltz Beckham. Peltz Beckham. Yeah, so Nicola Peltz, that's his new wife. They just got married a couple months ago. She comes from billions with a B. They had a prenup so that he didn't steal her money. Nice. And he took her last name. He said, I just thought it was different. Not many guys take their wives' names. So I was like, why not? It fit really cool together. Yeah. I saw a tweet the other day that said it should be a situation by situation basis. Whoever has the cooler last name, their legacy gets to continue, regardless of if it's the guy or the girl. I don't mind that. I don't mind that. I like Um, that idea. I think when we get married, my fiance and I, I'm going to hyphenate my name, but I will not change my name. Okay. So now it's going to be the longest last name in the face of the earth because it's going to be five syllables. (laughs) Why are you doing this? Wait, six syllables. Six syllables. Wow. Each of your last names. We were joking that we can't have a child in pro sports because their jersey would just have like too many letters and (laughs) numbers and syllables on it. Yeah, it's like wrapping around the whole jersey. (laughs) Not that we have a chance to have a child in professional sports. But, you know, never know. You never know. Okay, there's a really fun event coming up this week that looks like a good time. There's some local food, local drinks, and art. The artiste in your life, the art gallery, Art Windsor Essex, is doing a really fun event tomorrow night, so Thursday night. It's one of those art after dark type things, Mm -hmm. but it is the Pride Edition. So from 5 until 9 at Art Windsor Essex, just on Riverside, you can enjoy some wine from Cooper's Hawk, snacks from Zule Eats, and even some makeup tutorials from drag performers and drag performances as well. So they're showing their new exhibit, Out of the Shadows, Onto the Streets, 180 Years of 2SLGBTQIA plus visibility in Windsor, Essex. I believe 2S means two spirit mm-hmm. until September 4th. So that exhibit is uh, at the ground floor of the Chimchuck Museum or Museum Windsor. Sometimes I see it called as well. Yeah. So that'll be really fun. They're going to have some drag queens. You can do our makeup. I know Coco Star gave us a little drag uh, makeup tutorial during Pride last yeah. year. And Johnny did a really good job. Good job is a bit of a stretch. It, it was uh, caked on. Quite horribly. You shaved your beard and you I had did. a wig. You looked great. I did. The wig was courtesy of Coco Star. Yeah. It's beautiful. You I still, still have it, it actually, <laughs> which is awesome. But uh, man, it, on camera, it didn't look that bad. But up close, it was like the worst makeup anyone's ever seen. It was horrible. Well, it's a good thing we only saw it from <laughs> far away. Yeah. And Alanis Morissette is being inducted into the Canadian Songwriters Hall of Fame. And guess who is in- inducting her? Inducing her? Yeah. I think inducting. I don't know. Inducing? <laughs> Who will induct her? Yeah. Olivia Rodrigo. Oh, wow. Cool. Yes. So she's famously a huge Alanis fan. She is set to present the honor of being inducted into the Canadian Songwriters Hall of Fame to Alanis Morissette at the gala ceremony September 24th at Toronto's Massey Hall. Nice. Canadiana. That's how you're going to... Is that the end of the weather report? The you singing end. Canadiana? You don't want to go out on my lovely <laughs> singing voice. Anna Witherby and Johnny Parks. The only way to wake up. 93.9 Virgin Radio. So picture it. You're on a relaxing nature walk through the woods on the Little River Corridor. There's birds flapping around, beautiful trees. 
And then you see this big hairy guy stalking around with a giant stick. What do you do? Probably assume that it's you. Yeah. It's Hannah and Johnny on 93.9 Virgin Radio. And if you are Amy, you say hello. It was very nice to meet Amy yesterday. I was out on a walk with my fiance, Sammy, mm-hmm. and that's that's what, how it went down. It's Amy was like, it was this woman coming at me on the trails, and we're about to turn off into kind of the deeper woods. And she, as I smile and do the little, like, obligatory nod and smile thing, yep. she gives me a thumbs up. And I'm like... That's a new one. A thumbs up. I've never seen that, that happen. That is a power move. Right? Imagine being on a hike and walking by someone, and instead of doing the, like, <laughs> downwards nod, you'd give them yeah, a full thumbs, thumbs up. And then I, it was because after that, she was like, I listen to you guys' show all the time. Aww, and so Amy. Amy was really great, and we chatted for a bit, and she was saying that, you know, she, she bikes through these trails all the time, and I was surprised we had never crossed paths because I'm in there all the time, too. But I felt awkward because I never explained why I was holding a giant stick. I feel as if it's you and nobody has any questions if you're yeah, holding a giant stick. It's, true. it's just like par for the course. If you've listened to the show ever, you're like, yeah, yeah. That's she's probably like, part of, of why course. she recognized Yeah, she's like, well, I don't know if that's Johnny or not, but he is holding a giant stick. So yes. it must be. Yes. That sounds like something you would do. Wait, isn't that like a piece of knowledge? It's like speak softly and carry a giant stick. Uh, maybe. That's, that's my theory. But it was a really nice walking stick. It was a fallen branch from this tree. And I was like, oh, this is perfect. I'm going to bring this home, carve this up a little I'm gonna bit. I'm going to whittle the crap out whittle of this thing. Whittle the crap out of it. But, you know, it, it's always the thing where I worry that I'm going to scare people because I've come tramping out of the woods on those trails so many times. I'm like, you know, running into families like, oh, hi. Here's what you need. Woods. You just need a non-threatening hand gesture like yeah. Amy. Thumbs that up. will show people that you come in peace. Yeah. Maybe you can do this live long and prosper thing. Oh, the kind of like Spock uh, Star Trek like, hand you need your own version of a Jeep wave. Oh, yeah. But True, eh? what you're reminding me of with Amy giving you a thumbs up is she kind of like one-upped you a little bit yeah. when you did the downward nod and she did the thumbs up. Right, for sure. So you need a Jeep wave. And I know in the summertime, my fiance has a Jeep and he waves at everybody, the two fingers. And sometimes he says he gets emasculated when people have Jeeps with no doors and they wave out the side. Wow. The doorless Jeeps, they just put their whole hand yeah. out there. And he's like, oh, now man. That's living. They one-upped the me. Jeep salute there. I can never come back here again. <laughs> okay. They've out-jeeped me. Yeah. You need well, something like that. I'll have to do some brainstorming. Uh, maybe I could use that signal on this. It sounds like, Kate, you've got a story about a fellow man of the woods. 519-792-6040. Tell us about this. So I know a guy who's convinced the zombie apocalypse is going to happen. Oh, yeah. So he's stockpiling on food and supplies and everything and he's building a fortress in the woods that's hidden so nobody can find him and that way the zombies can't find him i literally this sounds like he would be my homeboy he sounds like a great guy he doesn't use a phone he doesn't email he doesn't he he doesn't even have his phone anymore he just gave everything up you know what this means a little too much i believe no it's not a little too much it means my time machine works no it means you're unhinged don't trust it (laughs) no i am move into this guy's zombie apocalypse fortress. Thank you very much, Kate. I will need your friend's personal information. Anna Witherby and Johnny Parks. Wake up, wake up. Yeah! 93.9. Virgin Radio. If you're like me and like to pick up random sticks off the ground when you go on nature walks, we might have just hit a gold mine. What? How? 
This is what we're going to have to learn from Maddie on the phone. 519-792-6040. I mentioned that I met Amy, a very uh, nice person who listens to the show yeah. on the Ganacho Trail the other day. And I was carrying this giant stick. Maddie, you saw a listing online for a stick where someone was trying to get rich off this thing, right? Why? Somebody was selling a stick and was getting like $200 for it. How? How? Hey, you... Those things are expensive. Stick. Was that a what? freshly whittled Johnny Parks stick? It must have been, right? It must right? have been. So you know how you get the short end of the sticks in some deals? Yeah. How much does I get the short end of the stick? So that was the joke. Well, somebody was selling the short end of the stick. Good oh. God. But yeah, they had a stick. Like, you get out of the yard and was selling the short end of the well, stick, if it's, and it was $200. If it's a long <laughs> stick, would it not be the long end of the stick? Because there's a short end and a long end. I That's guess, how it works. joke doesn't work as well, well in that situation. We have a text from Amy. Uh-huh. She says, I'm with Hannah and was not surprised to see you with that giant walking oh. stick. I def noticed, but it ah, just made sense. Oh, my sense. God, it is Amy. <laughs> you know, that was the thing. I was like, I did not explain the stick. But I'm glad it's I'm like, the stick sense. didn't need an explanation. Amy knows. She Thank knows. Thank you. Appreciate you, Amy. Thank you for listening. It was really great <laughs> to meet you. Virgin Radio. More Hannah and Johnny next. Trying to do this without sneezing. Sorry, yeah. there was a ginormous <laughs> sneeze attack. I Five seconds ago. That's like every single day <laughs> over in that booth, Hannah. Listen, just, <laughs> I'm allergic to my cat. The yeah. amount of times that Johnny's talking, I have to turn my microphone off to sneeze and turn it back on yeah. is actually through the roof. Oh, she stays on the bennies. <laughs> By that I mean Benadryl. By that we mean Benadryl. Of course, it's Hannah and Johnny on Virgin Radio. So let's get into it. Michigan was just ranked the 30th best state to live in. Which, according to this headline on ClickOnDetroit.com, seems low, but it is still higher than Ohio. It is higher than Ohio. It is higher than Ohio. I love the headline said, Michigan, the 30th best state to live in, but we're higher than Ohio. Sorry, what was that? That was uh, Mr. Drew Carey himself. That song, Cleveland Rocks. Perfect. Apparently not as much as, as Michigan rocks. No, so. but you're, there are three three spaces below us, actually. So this okay. list was made uh, by Wallet Hub, which is a financial blogging site. Mm-hmm. And they created the list using five key factors. Affordability, economy, education and health, quality of life, and safety. So Michigan was ranked 30th. Ohio was ranked number 33 which they say is a fitting placement just south of our ranking border. Okay. So the top state to live in in the U.S. was Massachusetts, and the worst state was Mississippi. Mississippi. And, and w- why there, is that? Um, there are some surprises here, like some sleeper states that are pretty high up there. Idaho, the fourth best state to live in in America, they're saying. Okay. Idaho. <laughs> I would have never. Full of potatoes, right? That's what they do over there. Wasn't you? You said uh, was it Travis Barker and what's her face had Kylie a Jenner? mansion they were going to visit in Idaho? Oh, Travis Barker and Kourtney Kardashian. Yeah. They yeah they do have a place in Idaho. They must know. They were in on this from the beginning, huh? Yeah, a hundred percent. And California actually number twenty seven. So that actually didn't even rank that highly. Texas number thirty four. Any other states you want to hear about? Hawaii, number 40. Number 40, yeah. Yeah, so. Well, I'm wondering, so Michigan, you said number 30th in uh, states to live in. Yeah, and uh, they have 50 states on this list. Uh, Alaska's number 49. Mississippi is the last one. Okay. I'm wondering what you think Michigan would be first in. I'm not interested in hearing what it's 30th in. I want to know. What it would be number one top of the charts. Text 1093.9. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's got a ginger ale. 
got to be first in the country for Verners. Verners alone. Yeah, it gets for sure. That, for that sure. Honor. Probably uh, Eminem listening. Eminem probably number listening? one in Eminem listening. Wouldn't it be wild if it wasn't Michigan that was number one? Oh for my gosh. Eminem streams? We would need to rectify that yeah. immediately. Probably number one for people panicking because they get the Bridge to Canada sign and they Absolutely. think they're not going to be able to turn around. Yeah, that that hits completely different in Detroit. Um, <laughs> give us a text. Ten ninety three nine. What do you think Michigan is number one in? Hannah Witherby and Johnny Parks on Windsor's new number one hit music station. 93.9 Virgin Radio. So if Michigan is the 30th best state to live in, what is it number one in? You can text us about this at 10.93.9. Did get one. This is kind of interesting. Michigan is the number one for highest percentage of water. 41.5% of the total area of the state of Michigan is water. And if you were in, in Michigan, you're never more than six miles from a body of water. That's awesome. Which I believe is the same stats for Tim Horton's locations here in Ontario. Yeah. Probably never be. more than like one mile. Those from are the rookie Tim's. numbers for Canada and Ontario <laughs> and those Tim Horton's. Up. There was an article in 2015 that actually ranked Michigan the best state to live in. Oh, yeah. So a couple years ago, what was that, seven years ago? Uh Uh-huh. We were number one, according to Thrillist. And they said, did you know most residents are more than happy to apologize for Kid Rock? They said um, the Michigan tours impeachment should be Tim Allen. Okay. And what else did they say? Michigan has more coastline than any state other than Alaska. Oh, yeah. Very, very cool. makes sense with the water. I honestly think they have a really, really high export for very talented musicians in Michigan, obviously. It was cool at the Red Hot Chili Peppers show at Comerica Park. Uh, Flea, the bass player, was like, thank you, Michigan, for... Anthony and Chad, because Anthony Kiedis from the Red Hot Chili Peppers, the front man is from Grand Rapids, I okay. believe, originally. And uh, Chad Smith, the drummer, was, you know, all up in the Detroit scene early on. So. Oh, that's awesome. It's cool. It's and, cool. I mean, Michigan also has the big house, which I'm pretty sure, if what my fiance tells me is correct, <laughs> is the biggest, like, university sports arena in well, the country. So they're number one for... Football. Yeah, that's College us, football. Us going to bat for Michigan. We're going to get up that 30th ranking. Doesn't make sense. Needs to be higher on the list. Yeah, pump sure. those numbers up, baby. Right. Yeah. Wake up. Wake up. Hannah Witherby and Johnny Parks. 93.9. Virgin Radio. Is this weird? It might be weird, but there's no judgment here. So go ahead and see what's on your mind. It's Asking for a Friend on 93.9 Virgin Radio. You got problems? You need our help? You can always keep it anonymous and fire a DM to us on Instagram, Facebook, at Virgin Radio Windsor. Today, someone's wondering, my boyfriend won't tell me how much money he makes. Is this a red flag? Now, how long would you say you should be in a relationship before you start discussing finances? Discussing finances is a fairly important part of a relationship. Mm -hmm. However, usually the financial talk doesn't come for at least a year. Yeah? A year? I would say. Text 10939. What do you think? But it depends because if you're moving in together or if you live together, that is probably something you should discuss. If you're making decisions together, you should probably know the situation. But this person says, Hi, Hannah and Johnny. I've been dating my boyfriend for four months. Been four months Mm -hmm. and we're starting to talk about our future together. The other day I asked him how much he earns and he refused to tell me. How am I supposed to move forward in a relationship if I don't know how much my partner earns? He refuses to talk about it or divulge his salary. Is this a red flag? I feel like it is. Uh, Some of my friends and coworkers are split. Some are saying he shouldn't have to reveal his salary until we get engaged. Right. Mm. What do you think? 
when should someone reveal their salary in a relationship? Do you think he's hiding something? Because it's not just a like, oh, it hasn't come up. He hasn't shared it. It's like he's refusing to share. Right. So, well, what about like a ballpark? Yeah. See, that I think would be fair. Um, it, it, there's some comments here on our Facebook page at Virgin Radio Windsor. Well, this is so hard because, uh-huh. you know, you grow up with the knowledge, not the knowledge, but there's a tradition where you don't really talk about your salary with other mm. people. You oh, know, I do. I do it shamelessly. I don't care. And we got to expose the man. But particularly, like, if someone doesn't work in your industry, yeah. would you ever come up to someone and be like, hey, I make $100,000 a year. Like, then you just look like a D-bag. That's how I start every conversation, whether it's true or not. Um, <laughs> Lindsay says, why are you talking about the future when you've only been dating four months? That's yeah. too early to disclose some information, in my opinion. That's true. Uh, you know, it could be he wants to make sure you're in it for the long run and not just using him for his job or money. Fair. A lot of, like, discussing salary with significant others, it could be he not doesn't want to tell you because it's not very much, and yeah. he maybe is uh, over overspending his means with her currently. Possibly. That could be a part of it. Christopher says, I understand where this person's coming from, wanting to know his salary before wanting to invest more in the relationship. Maybe but Google his position and company to get a ballpark, like you said, is, of how much he earns. Is the salary going to affect how you see this person? Mm. I think it probably would, depending on, you know, what what you want out Mm -hmm. of this relationship. This one might be my favorite comment so far. Ken says, it's definitely a red flag for him. I ain't saying she's a gold digger. But if she only wants to move forward based on his salary, then he should watch out. So Yeah, and we have a text from Brittany saying pretty much the same thing. If she's concerned, why doesn't she Google his job and look into his job more and try and figure it out? That's it. It's 2022. We're all essentially the FBI. We are the FBI. If we can find out their vacation from 2017 with their ex-girlfriend, we can find out how much ballpark they're going to be making a year. You want to weigh in 519-792-6040? Maybe you had a situation where... You weren't comfortable sharing your uh, salary. Your partner was. Tell us about that. You can also text 109-39. More with Hannah and Johnny in the morning. Next. Just continuing this asking for a friend because it is a spicy one. It's a doozy, if you will. Uh, Somebody's boyfriend of four months refused to reveal his salary to her, and she's wondering if it's a red flag. Mm-hmm. When should somebody reveal their salary in a relationship? And it's not just random. They're, like, discussing their future together. Is this going to be long-term? And it feels like that's a pretty important puzzle piece, right? Right. And Melissa on Facebook says, I would say until you live together or are engaged, it's not really your business at four months. Mm-hmm. But we do have a text from Gerald saying if they're budgeting for anything like vacations together or potentially moving in in the future, both sides do deserve to know at least a ballpark of what the other person can afford. Yeah, and it is, it's weird until like engaged, right? Because you don't even know what kind of situation you're getting into if you say yes. So, well, yeah, I guess so. You, I mean, you know, mentally, you can think of a ballpark in your own mind because Google exists, yes. you know, and you know the person well enough, hopefully, if you're engaged. To know whether they can or cannot afford daily things. Mm -hmm. But we didn't have a financial conversation, my fiancé and I, until we got engaged. Right. Like, we never talked about it until until I had the ring on the finger. Yeah, but you saw his house, right? Yeah, correct. You saw his house, and uh, it's 
pretty nice. <laughs> I'll say it's pretty nice. Sammy was pretty shocked when we went to your guys' place on the weekend. And was, she was that like, the Whoa. first time Sammy was yeah. over? Yeah. Oh, so, yeah. You know, not you could kind of tell based on their situation. Uh, for us, it was different because we were high school sweethearts, right? So right. we didn't have, we were both broke as a joke. Started from the bottom, now we're here. Yeah, but where is here? I'm in radio. She's an artist. So still <laughs> not really much money going around. Uh, we're in a middle class <laughs> home in Riverside. Yeah, exactly. Uh, we got to call 519-792-6040. Wanted to stay anonymous as well, but you kind of snooped to find out your partner's financial situation. Tell us the story. I had, um, like, a guy I dated a few years back that lied me about how much he made. He said that he made a lot less than what he really did because he didn't feel like spending money on me. Oh. oh. He um, left one of his check stubs in my car or in his car, and then he went inside a, a store or something. And me, I'm very nosy, so I checked it out. You snooped it. Okay, wait, wait. <laughs> said he made about $15 an hour. $15 an hour. So he's still not making much. He said he was making less than 15 But wait, wait, wait. Typically, in a typical situation, uh-huh. it's usually guys saying they make more than they actually do. Yeah. Whereas this time, he making said he less. made less than he actually did. And it's almost more of a scrub situation because it's because he was being cheap wow. and didn't want to take you out. Yeah, that's Nuh-uh. pretty wild. Hannah and Johnny. On Windsor's new number one hit music station. Come on. 93.9 Virgin Radio. Is this weird? It might be weird, but there's no judgment here. So go ahead and see what's on your mind. It's Asking for a Friend on 93.9 Virgin Radio. And what an asking for a friend it's been. Loads of texts coming in at 1093.9 all over our social media at Virgin Radio Windsor. How do you approach talking about your salary with a new partner? Four months in, in this example. And see, originally, when we first started talking about this, I was like, ah, oh, four months is a little bit early to talk about finances. But the more that we've hashed it out with yeah. everybody, it's making more and more sense. And it's weird that he's refusing to tell yeah, her. definitely. Uh, Michael commented on our Instagram, essentially saying run for the hills on this one. So we had to call Michael back. 519-792-6040. Let's get into the situation. All of my girlfriends, like not all, but a lot of women in my life are really starting to question why they put up with what they put up with in right. the relationships. It's like so someone else that I was uh, recently with, you know, it's like we had a deep conversation about the partner that she's been with for 20 years. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like I sit there. I'm like, are you kidding me? Like, what do you mean you put up with it? And it's like, girl, if he can't respect you on that, like if he can't, especially it's not like she was just like, so I'm really curious. How much do you make just so I can decide if I want to continue dating? You? Mm-hmm. It's like she literally said we want to discuss. We were trying to discuss the future. And you left out one of the key ingredients to the future. Yeah. Like, you, 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 can't, make a, you can't make a cake without flour. <laughs> Sugar, right. spice, and right. everything dollar signs. Right? Like, <laughs> come on. Like, I'll use me and my partner for, for an example. It's like, he's in, we've been dating for uh, since 2015, mm-hmm. and he's still in school. So it's like... I entered a, you know, a social obligation or a social contract where, like, there's no promise of an income. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. So it's like, that's a completely different situation. But Neil proved his uh, commitment to me by, you know, also committing his, uh, to his education. Uh, And, you know, and he showed me, like, these are my goals. 
this is how I'm going to reach them. Mm-hmm. And, you know, like through consistency of this, this, and this, I will show you that, you know, this is where I'm going to go. Right. And heck, look at him now. He just finished his first year of law school. Yeah. Top, uh, third amazing. in his class. And you, you know, guys talked about the future together. Like, he's like, yeah, I'm yeah. in school now, but these are my plans, you know? Yeah. yeah. You know, and like, and that's why, that's why I like, I moved to the point of like, I own a house for us now. It's mm-hmm. like, okay, I'll buy a house for us. Mm-hmm. You finish school, you know, so that I'll buy a house so that school can be easier for you so you don't have to worry about rent. Yeah. And that, you know, like, and we'll work together. But it's like, he's literally, like, he's pulling the typical, like, I'm, don't worry, babe. I got this. I'm a man. Yeah. It's like, it, it just gives that energy of like, don't worry, babe. You just, you just, you go get your nails done. Go get your hair done. Go gossip with the girls. And, you know, don't worry. Either right. that or the dude is completely flat broke with no income yeah. and he's keeping that a secret. So it's Yeah. Like- period. Period, <laughs> girl. Uh, it's just like, oh, it, you know, it's like, it's, and like, I'm, you know, I'm obviously not occupying any uh, female uh, romantic spaces. Mm-hmm. So it's like, I'm here to support my queen. Mm-hmm. I'm here to help you be that person on your shoulder. Like, girl, did you just see what he did? <laughs> yes. Well, we because I, I, I think you were distracted, but he did this. <laughs> or he just said this. Like, are you are understanding you, the implications of that? Are you going to let him get away with that? <laughs> yeah. No, and no, it's like, yeah. don't let him walk all over you. There it is. Yeah, 100%. Be responsible for yourself. Take care of yourself. Hold men responsible. We love that. Morning. Virgin Radio. Just quickly on the topic of weird baby names, we got a text from Leia saying, when I worked at a school division out west, there was a child named Monday and a child named Tuesday. What? We have questions. Were they related? Yeah. <laughs> Imagine having like seven kids. You name them after all the days of the week. That's actually a pretty good idea. I mean, Easy choice. it's a good way to keep it straight. Although yeah. I feel like you'd mess it up because did you ever have those underwear with the days of the week on them? You never wore them on the right days. Who actually did that? Did you ever have that? I had underwear with Who? the days of the week on them. Who Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. How old were you when this was Probably a like 12. Like, oh, my God. But you never wear them on the right days. So is anybody, was that like an early 2000s thing where you put the day of the week on your underwear? Please tell me Hannah's alone on this one. <laughs> no. I heard of that. I never thought anyone in the real world would have. It's me. Okay, wow. text us 10939, please. Give your girl some backup. I love it. Love the morning. Hannah and Johnny on, on, on Windsor's new number one hit music station. 93.9 Virgin Radio. Virgin Radio, FYI. You know when you make all these plans and you want to do something cool or exciting or fun and then technology just says absolutely the F not? Yeah, absolutely. That's what's happening right now. The computer that we use here in the studio, it's it's frozen solid. She's locked up. While you wait for that to uh, sort itself out, can we circle back to the days of the week underwear situation? We got a text from Chatham and said, I had the days of the week underwear growing up in the late 70s, early 80s. See, this is what I mean. I could understand that. This was the, what, early 2000s? that you were doing in Hannah? Yeah. And they said it didn't matter if they were on the exact day. No, it didn't matter. 
Can Nicole. I, I Nicole have to assume that. it was your parents' influence. Were they the ones who wrote the days of the week, or did you do that? I didn't write it. It was like it was printed it was on the printed underwear. On them. So your parents were buying underwear with the days of the week printed on them. I, I think my grandparents bought them for me for Christmas. But like, yeah, it has printed on it in like little cartoon letters Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. Scott was texting about it. Like, how complicated is it? Like, why do you need no. the words? Nicole and Michelle are with me. Okay. And what would happen if you did? Like, did you feel wrong when you put on the wrong underwear? No, it's day. just the right amount of chaos. Okay. No one's going to see him anyway. <laughs> you're like, it's like everyone, you know, when you're going commando, you're like, no one knows I'm commando. You're like, no one knows my underwear say Thursday and it's Wednesday. Oh my God. Just spice up your day a little learning, bit. Wear the wrong underwear. Learning far too much about your underwear. Okay, is your computer right working yet? No, it'll never work again. But I will just fill you in on the story I wanted to tell you okay. about, about Nana's. You ever been to this local bakery place? Oh, I hate you so much, computer. In any case, it got broken into on Sunday. Mm-hmm. Nana's, which if you've ever been to Nana's, there is a picture of Nana on the front of the store. So just the audacity of breaking into a place where you are looking into Nana's face right. is so wrong. You can't do that. You can't look Nana in the yeah. eyes. And uh, it's Nana's Bakery on Dominion Boulevard. Yes. So they got broken into. Yeah, and the thieves made off with over $200 from the cash register and another $200 from a jar that they were using to raise money to go towards a Special Olympics athlete. Which is just, I, I cannot imagine. You? What I, kind of terrible do you have to be? And not just to break into Nana's, yeah. but to then steal from a donation bin? Yeah, it's very awful. For someone you said going to the Special Olympics? Yes. That's With horrible. their family. It was the whole thing, which you know, I was promising this would break down your faith in humanity. But after this happened, kind of a call went out and a lot of the regulars of Nana's showed up in force and we're just donating more than ever to this cause so i think they said within like a day they had raised as much as about a week worth of contributions from that so i love to hear that would have been great if i could have uh, played you some of the audio from romano himself no that'd be asking the owner of the bakery but this computer from 1995 is like not today so just dial up internet noises only. Fantastic. All it's just my luck today. All the universe wants us to talk about is underwear with the day of the week on them. I can't do anything else apparently. I mean, Fantastic. I'm not saying that it's a blessing in disguise, <laughs> but it's a bit of a blessing in disguise. Yeah, I wouldn't put it that way myself. <laughs> whoa, 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 what's going on? Hannah and Johnny on Windsor's new number 1 hit music station. 939 Virgin Radio. Hannah ran off to the bathroom probably to change into a different pair of underwear with a different day of the week name on them. But I had to share this with you. I had to stick it to the computer that wouldn't let me play this beautiful audio for you from CTV about the situation with Nana's Bakery. Okay, here we go. Word of the break-in spread quickly through the community and many of Nana's regular customers are chipping in, quickly filling up that donation jar once more. I was just out for my walk. Didn't have my wallet with me, but I always carry $10 with me and I thought that's where it's going. In a single day, Romanek estimates they've raised as much as they had in the weeks leading up to the theft. And you can see the goodness coming out in the people now where people are coming in and here, here you go. That money raised will help cover airfare and hotel expenses for the swimmer and her parents heading overseas in October. Travis Fortnum, CTV News, Windsor. There, we did it! You Take did that it! technology! I also accused you of running to the bathroom to change into a different pair of underwear because you had the wrong ones no. on today. So, it's okay. Not <laughs> true, not true. Actually, I just went to pee and it's interesting. I took longer because there's 
two fire trucks outside oh, and really? an ambulance outside. Oh, no. Yeah. You see what happened? No, no. It's just the building next door. They've always got something going on okay. over there. Well, you know, we're always down to hear about it when you start it as, I went to go take a pee, and it's interesting. It's Thank interesting. You. Thank you for that, You're like, Hannah. ooh, thanks for your bathroom 101. <laughs> now, here we go. Go. Hannah and Johnny. On Windsor's new number one hit music station. Good morning. Good morning. 93.9 Virgin Radio. Johnny, can we queue up some, I will remember okay. you. I'll, I'll get working on that. While you're working on that, uh-huh. we need to pour one out for this car model. Stellantis is discontinuing this classic at the end oh. of next year. So it's Hannah and Johnny on 93.9 Virgin Radio. It's the end of an era. I'm waiting. I'm waiting. I'm waiting for my Sarah McLaughlin. Is Remember it Sarah McLaughlin? Uh, it is Sarah McLaughlin. Of course oh, it is. Oh, good pull. Yeah. Good stuff. Here we go. Okay. There she is. The Dodge Challenger and the Dar- Dodge Charger. The Dirt Charger. The Dirt Charger. The Dirt Charger. It's already a train wreck, but go the on. The Dodge Challenger and the Dodge Charger are both being discontinued in their gas-only models at the end of next year, according to CNBC. Mm-hmm. So this is coming as the brand transitions to electric vehicles. So since being resurrected in the mid to late 2000s, the Charger and the Challenger have been pretty popular vehicles. However, Dodge CEO Tim Kuniskis has warned that the end was coming for a lot of the um, gas-powered muscle cars just due to emissions regulations. Right. Like, they're being regulated, so they just don't fit the requirements yeah. anymore. Um, so, favorite reactions to the discontinuation of the Dodge Challenger and Charger. Who is going to ride my bumper when I'm already going 60 in a 45? Fair. Also, Fair play. Ken Haddad on Twitter says, a huge blow to the Dearborn 17 to 21 male age group. Oh, big time. That's that's the yeah. market there for the Dar- Dodge Charger. I can't you say You almost Dodge said Dodge Charger. Charger again. What is happening? I was just going to say Darcher. I don't All know right. what's wrong. Well, okay. you know, um, I think the, the Chrysler 300, also one that is going to be returning as a electric vehicle by 2026. Mm-hmm. But I'm pretty sure they had announced a little while ago that this would be the final year you could get one of those. That was my grandpa's favorite car was the what Chrysler 300. See, Chrysler 300, that doesn't mean anything to me, but Dodge Charger I can, like, picture. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's like a... It, it's a little more, like, square, like, boxy-looking. Oh, it's like a full-size sedan. Like, you know, I think you you feel like a bit of a boss when you drive around in these yeah. guys. Um, but, you know, again, he, he's from around here. from Amherstburg, and he wouldn't drive anything except the types of whips that they make around here. Yeah, and of course. I think a lot of people feel that way. So they're not, like, discontinuing these cars. They're just discontinuing their gas-only models. Mm-hmm. So they are turning them into electric, but you could still possibly get one that's, like, a hybrid or something yeah. like that. I saw someone else responding to this situation being like, that's awesome because I just bought a Charger, so uh-huh. I, that just big-time increased the value. If you are looking for, you know, a traditional, fuel gas charger. Or if you're looking for someone who's going to ride your bumper when you're already yeah. going 15 kilometers right? over the speed limit. Yeah, pour one out for all those people who are not going to be able to tailgate any longer. Hannah and Johnny. On Windsor's new number one hit music station. 93.9 Virgin Radio. Jack White has a hard-hitting question about Snoop Dogg's new breakfast cereal. Mm-hmm. So Jack White obviously has some Detroit connections, and it felt yeah. appropriate to bring this up. Jack White posted a picture of the Snoop Loops box, Snoop Dogg's new cereal, uh-huh. and it says on the box, more marshmallows. Jack White says underneath, 
I would like to personally congratulate Snoop Dogg on his new serial release and a pat on the back for its charitable benefits that it will be producing. I do have a couple of important questions. In the press release from Broadest Foods, the cereal box contains the words, more marshmallows. Uh-huh. More than what? If this is, in fact, a brand new cereal, it cannot be more marshmallows than before. Is it a statement that this cereal has more marshmallows than, say, a bag of sand? Or a typical Fair. Caesar salad? Yeah. Or is it a demand from Snoop Dogg himself <laughs> that we just have more marshmallows <laughs> in this world in general? He also says, lastly... The photograph on Master P's Instagram, he was involved uh-huh. in this release, shows a different phrase, an unplural, more marshmallow, without the S. Photo mm. attached, answers demanded. So Jack White is torn up about Snoop Dogg cereal saying more marshmallows when it's a brand new cereal. He says, more marshmallows than what? And somebody commented underneath, I read Unsolved Mysteries is doing an upcoming episode on this. This is such a ridiculous story. I love it. It's you love it. I love it. Well, here's a here's a question for you. What sound does it make when a very melted marshmallow from Snoop Dogg's cereal hits the ground? I don't know. Icky thump. <laughs> there is a white stripe song called Icky Thump. Okay. That's Jack White singing that song. Thank you. You're welcome. Hannah and Johnny in the morning. 93.9 Virgin Radio.